I have a confession. <laughs> you hate it, don't you? She hates it. I watched all of it. <laughs> God damn it, motherfucker! I knew it! I knew it! I knew it! I couldn't stop! I couldn't stop! I couldn't stop! I'm so sorry. No! No, you know what? I was going to tell you. I'm like, I hope she's not mad because I was going to tell you. I'm like, dude, I'm probably going to finish it tomorrow. <laughs> it is so good. I have not been this invested in a sh- <laughs> the reality show since Love is Blind. I know. Hi. Hi. Happy Trash Day, everybody. Happy Trash Day. It is the start of a new series, Netflix's new reality TV show, Bling Empire. And I don't know about you, Sam, but I am like really excited about this and I am having such a good time watching it and it might be one of my new favorite shows. First five minutes, I think I even text you and I was like, girl, first five minutes, I'm already in. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> it is rich people problems <laughs> from start to finish. <laughs> and I'm here for it. <laughs> Have you noticed that we are just in a whole new generation of reality television? What type of filming? It's like you're watching a movie. Yes. The type of filming. The camera work is incredible. The quality of it is so good. It's none of that grainy shit. The best way that I would describe it for you listeners who haven't seen it yet is that it is literally Asian selling sunset. It's L.A., Rich people stuff, rich people problems, rich people couture clothing. And couture. Excuse you. I'm sorry, I'm Southern. (laughs) And we're also peasants. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's hop into this shiny, rich mess. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's go. When I saw Crazy Rich Asians, I thought it was a nice fantasy. But then the first person I met in LA was Kane. Then I meet Kane's friends. They have the whole world at their disposal. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is real. Thank you, Jesus! I've never actually met a billionaire in my life until I met Kane. There's only so many like crazy rich Asians in Los Angeles. I basically know everyone. The Asians are here! Let's paint a picture. We're in LA, all over the LA area, West Hollywood, Beverly Hills, Malibu, you know, all the rich places. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Can you smell the richness? Can you smell the dollar bills? <laughs> And we're surrounded by beautiful and heavily Botoxed Asians. It's... It, <laughs> <laughs> they're... Okay, as much work as they've had done, they're all pretty. <laughs> all type of Asian people. We've got primarily Chinese. We've got some Vietnamese, Japanese, and a little 
bit of Korean sprinkled in. Hi, Kevin. We see you. And this introduction is a grand opening, to say the least. Yes. Guys, if you do not get sucked into the show with that montage, I really don't know what will get you to watch it because the montage was everything. We get picture here, picture there, $100,000 cars, dinner parties with the same amount of waiters as there are servants in the Queen's Castle in Bridgerton. (laughs) (laughs) Couture galore. How do you say it? uh, Couture? Couture. Yeah. Am I not saying that? Couture? Couture. 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 Go with it. <laughs> Do you feel poor yet? <laughs> it, guys, the wealth that these guys have is to me unfathomable. Mm-hmm. They are throwing money away. Everything, everything they wear is designer, and that includes underwear. Yeah. I scoff at like $10 pairs of panties. <laughs> I hate I said panties. (laughs) I never say panties. What is wrong with me? (laughs) I'm keeping it in. I'm keeping it in. Uh, uh, Anyway. Panties. (laughs) Let me see your panties. (laughs) (laughs) One piece reference. (laughs) But uh, yeah. Um. Where was I going with this? I got so distracted by me saying panties. <laughs> you were talking about how poor you are, Amanda. And yeah. You're just pathetic and sad. I, I am. <laughs> I am. I am scum. <laughs> Back in Philadelphia, I was one of the only Asian people growing up. I was always the first Asian guy that girls dated over there. Like I was some type of experiment. And then I come here in Los Angeles. I thought I would just come here and just find normal Asian friends, but like I found way more than I expected. Kevin is kind of our main talking head in this series. He introduces himself and starts kind of introducing others. But what we learn about Kevin is that like us, he's poor. He's poor folk. Yep. So this whole lifestyle of designer everything, throwing money around like it's nothing, is completely baffling to him. And as soon as he gets to L.A., he meets Kane. Kane's family comes from oil, shipping, tanking, real estate. But when I mean real estate, he owns the shopping malls that you go into in Singapore, Thailand, all of Southeast Asia. Oh, Kane, 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 Kane is one of my favorites. Kane is basically the reason that this show exists. Kane is the person that knows everybody in this show. And he's taken Kevin under his wing. Yep, they're buddy buddies. And while Kevin is clearly biologically Asian, he was adopted from Korea when he was a kid into a white family. So Kane has taken it upon himself to not only introduce Kevin to the life of ultra luxury, he's also teaching him all about his yes. Asian roots. Yes. And their friendship is is something to behold. We will get there. One thing that we quickly learn about is the dynamic between Kevin, Kane, and the rest of the group. Mm-hmm. It really breaks down to Kane knows all these hot rich Asians in LA. Yep. And he's introducing Kevin to everybody kind of one by one, letting him into his inner circle, into his friend group. Yes. And the show is made up of all of Kane's friends getting to know each other. And Kane's friends break up into two very different groups. Yes. The older 
rich, richity rich, insane rich (laughs) queens of the Asian LA. And then like the young, fun, like Jersey Shore vibes. Yes. Like Korean Jersey Shore. The 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 kids. Not Korean. Asian Jersey Shore. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The kids who are uh benefiting from their family money. Yeah. From Kane, we start branching out into these people. We start with someone from the older group. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the Shu family. My husband, Dr. Chu, he is 24th generation, um, direct descent of the Song Dynasty. If dynasties were still in existence in China, my husband's father would be an emperor and he would be next in line and baby G would be a little prince. So I actually looked it up because I was like, is that true? And I, okay, dynasties, little disclaimer, dynasties were like a family came to power and it became their dynasty. So I don't know. But the last dynasty in existence in 1912 was the Qing dynasty. Hmm. Did you guys remember that he came from the Song dynasty? Those are two different names. <laughs> so maybe if they overthrew. I don't know. Yeah, we're trusting this lady a little too much. Uh, Christine's got a little a bit of a problem with a name dropping and exaggeration. <laughs> we'll get there. Stay tuned. <laughs> And she's considered the queen bee of Asian LA. And by queen bee, we do mean queen of Botox. Uh-huh. <laughs> Christine is not just rich. She's like the richy, rich, richest around. Yes. It's because she's married to royalty. And it's very important that the dynasty continues, even though dynasties no longer exist. <laughs> In Chinese culture, your expectation as a wife is to provide a male heir. And for 11 years, I was unsuccessful at getting pregnant. And so baby G is our miracle child. Her introduction focuses on the fact that she's shutting down all of Rodeo in Beverly Hills. (laughs) Girls got clout. How did you get Beverly Hills to agree to shut down to Rodeo? I can't even believe it myself. I like to think I'm extremely persuasive. She got money. (laughs) Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Just shutting it down casually just for a little soiree for the Chinese New Year. Yeah. NBD. From Christine and her husband, Gabe, we move on to younger money. Kelly Mealy. Miley? Mealy? Anyway, Kelly. We meet Kelly. We meet Kelly. And her boyfriend, Andrew. We'll get back to this motherfucker. <laughs> Kelly married into money. Mm-hmm. Her husband was rich. He was running a company. And then he broke the law and had to pay the government $168 million and spend 10 years in prison for fraud. So I'm sure she got some money in the divorce, but she tells us it's very important for her to make her own way. She's an entrepreneur, she's running her own biz- business, and she wants to n- make a name for herself. She's a bad bitch. Mm. She is self-sufficient. I moved to Los Angeles for two reasons. One is to run away from a boy. Two is to chase a boy. I love you. Andrew is an actor. He's most known for being the Red Power Ranger. It's such a shame that he had a helmet on most of the show because, I mean, like, look at him. 
Andrew is very passionate. He is half Latin, half Native American. And plus, he has a great heart. He's very honest. A lot of my past relationship, trust has always been an issue. When I first kissed her, I remember thinking, I don't know where this is going to go or anywhere, but Lord, I'm just... I'm gonna throw a prayer up there because I wanna build a life with this person. Painting a picture of Kelly and Andrew, it is just like a lover's montage. They are getting it on in the shower, they're getting it on in the bedroom, they're in towels the whole time, and they will not stop kissing. Enough! It's a little showy. <laughs> and spoiler alert, we don't like Andrew. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. But Andrew's only claim to fame in this is that he was a Red Power Ranger. There have been like 20 Red Power Rangers, so who gives a fuck? Not me. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they've been dating for a little while. Who cares? Who cares? From there... <sighs> from there we meet Anna. <laughs> Anna is my favorite. <laughs> I think I've said that about three people already. <laughs> Hannah is also the older generation, and she is a kook. Her opener says it all. <laughs> we are somehow in a closet. A walk-in closet. A giant walk-in closet. That has been ripped down to the studs on one side, and on the other side has hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars, worth of shoes and bags. And Anna's got a sledgehammer. <laughs> and she's just knocking it down herself. Not to mention, she herself is wearing couture. <laughs> yeah, couture, guys. Couture. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say the way that I want to say it. Couture. Couture. <laughs> uh, yeah. So she's wearing a floor-length gown and a necklace made completely of diamonds, and she is just <laughs> knocking this wall down. Anna is half Japanese and half Russian, and super, super wealthy. Money comes from weapons. Her father sells bombs, guns, defense technology, and it's worth like a few billion. Anna is probably in her 50s, 50s 60s, 60s, maybe. And she's also Queen Bee. And again, I do mean Queen of Botox. Anna has gotten some work done. Yes. Arguably a little bit too much. Too much. If you haven't seen the show yet, she looks and sounds exactly like Frankie from Grace and Frankie. <gasps> Anybody that's watched it. Oh my God, she does. She looks like an Asian, Asian Lily Tomlin. That's crazy. Oh my God. She also reminds me a lot, and I don't know why, of Snooky. Like when Snooky's older. I I could see that. <laughs> so, I could see that. So just imagine these like big cheekbones, huge, huge lips, lots of Botox, but just a fun-loving older lady. Yeah, she's reached the point in her life where she can literally say, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Kane makes it clear she is one of the richest in this little group. If not the richest. And where does her money come from, Manda? Weapons. And just like that, I remember why I'm not rich. One of the many reasons, but an important one. You sell your soul. This is my first Chinese New Year party. Making it, making it rain. Dropping the temp on the range. Hearing the haters complain. But I keep doing my thing. Not gonna change it. Got the 
and I'm just blown away. By the line, stand safe. Performances, food. Christine, back to you. We need a picture. It's just the biggest thing I've ever been to in my life. Oh, he looks stunning. She shut down the whole Rodeo Drive. It's just amazing. What a premiere episode. It starts with a party and ends with a party. <laughs> and all the drama in between. <laughs> it's so good. Christine is throwing a Chinese New Year's party. Everyone's invited. Sorry, friends and family are invited. Rich family and friends are invited. There is not one person in there that is not wearing designer, including Kevin, because Kane provides him with all the clothes. <laughs> the Chinese New Year party is incredible. It's phenomenal. It's dancers, fireworks, delicious food. Yes. And everybody is there to have a good time. Immediately, we get the two queens clashing. Sizing each other up. Yeah. <laughs> Anna shows up in that dress that she was wearing, taking down that wall. Mm -hmm. And her and Christine already are trying to figure out who has the biggest penis. <laughs> and just a little bit of background, Anna kind of disappeared for a while. Yeah. Like, she wasn't a super part of the social scene while she was raising her son. Mm -hmm. And so she's just been laying low, but now she's getting back into like the social scene. Yeah. So Christine has been the alpha this whole time. And yeah. now her position is being challenged. Christine is not letting Anna forget how rich, how she, rich is. she is. <laughs> when I met Christine, the person I met was down to earth. She was fun. She had a lot to talk about. It wasn't about superficial things. And over the years, I started noticing a different Christine that felt that she had to name drop, but she has nothing to prove to me. And Anna is not here for it. No, she is not. We get two cameras with Anna where she is so exasperated. She is so tired and so over Christine already. Mm-hmm. Christine has her panties in a bunch because Anna is wearing incredible jewelry to her event, like the best of the best jewelry to her event. I'm glad Anna showed up to my Chinese New Year party. She went to the bank and pulled out her best diamonds to wear. That's a sign of respect, right? Um, speaking of respect, Sam, today I wore my wedding ring and my stackable rings all of this is to say, I don't respect you. <laughs> uh, so now you know. <laughs> but in reality, Christine needs to prove that she has better jewelry than Anna. Yeah. Christine is like the queen of Beverly Hills. She's the queen of like haute couture, high jewelry, everything. And now Anna's back. So... Fuck, I can't be two queens. You know, Christine might be like, oh my God, don't touch my crown. Don't touch my Dolce Gabbana crown. We didn't say it at the top of the episode, but this episode is called Necklace Gate 90210. It's called that for a reason. We will come back to necklaces very soon. Yes. And after that, we actually don't get any more time at the event. It's really just to show that there is a feud, a brewing between Christine and Anna. So let's move on. 
we meet Kim Lee, who is a DJ, and apparently she's super big in Singapore. Yeah, in all of Southeast Asia. Kim Lee is like a super famous DJ. She's basically like Asia's Calvin Harris. I mean, she gets 50,000 in every show, and she's like number one hottest female in Southeast Asia. When we meet Kim Lee, I have to do a double take because she walks out and I'm like, did they just say Kim Lee or Kylie? Yes, she looks exactly like Kylie Jenner. Yep, yep. And I don't think it's by accident. <laughs> yeah, they could be doppelgangers of each other. It's crazy, especially certain angles. Certain angles, it's just like, whoa. But she's a super badass DJ. And I just, I love watching women getting out there and getting that money. When we meet Kim to set the scene, I do have to say that, oh, Netflix, you're doing your weird ass thing, aren't you? Because they set us up at this random house telling us that they're all here, Kane, Kelly, Kim Lee, and Mama. They're all here just to take pictures for Kim Lee's Instagram. What a is, life. Is this what people do? Are we doing something wrong? <laughs> it's just crazy. It, it's just weird. That's, what a life. What this actually is, is just a plug for their Instagrams. For That's real. all it is. Just go follow them, it was, them on Instagram. Like, it was just shy of dropping their Instagram handles. Because <laughs> it was like we basically scrolled through their Instagram. I can't believe it's not a part of their lower third. I know. <laughs> you missed an opportunity, folks. <laughs> So I had this idea that I would take Kelly and Andrew to my favorite restaurant for her birthday. And my favorite restaurant is Maison de Caviar in Paris. A Day in the Life with Anna. This is where we really see how unique her lifestyle is and how poor you and I actually <laughs> so are. So poor. So we're with Anna, Kelly, and Kelly's boyfriend, Andrew. They call him Drew. We've met a lot of people up to this point, and as I mentioned earlier, everybody's connected through Kane, but they all have different levels of friendships and relationships with one another. Some of them haven't even met yet, some of them are still getting to know each other, and some of them are better friends than others. Yes. Anna and Kelly are better friends than others. It's Kelly's birthday, and her and Andrew are at Anna's house waiting for a surprise from Anna. Well, guys, the surprise is that Anna wants to treat wow. Kelly to a dinner at her very favorite restaurant. Well, her favorite restaurant is in Paris. Paris! Flying from California to Paris for dinner! Imagine the wealth where you can just be like, yeah, let's fly to Paris for dinner <laughs> at the drop of the hat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they probably don't even have a budget. I know. That word is probably like a no-no word. I know. It, it is so baffling to me that they literally don't have to worry about money. I know. What? What? I know, I know. You're going to hear me go this high a lot <laughs> in so, this show. <laughs> so on the plane they go, remember what Manda just told us about like Air France and what was it called? It was La Première. That's what they're on. Yeah. 
Which means like, it looks like a private jet. It's wild. It is insane. We roll into Paris and we're immediately greeted by someone named Florent. And guys, Anna is so rich that she has a best friend in every country. This guy's lower third literally <laughs> reads Anna's French best friend. What? And guys, do you know how they became best friends? So I had to look this up because Anna, a lot of these people throw out words that are not even in my scope of reality. Uh, she says, Laurent, I met in Paris, who's an amazing, incredible person. He was working for one of the Maisons, and I would just go back and forth and back and forth to Paris. And so we just became extremely close. Because he worked he for one of the Masons, or Masons, sorry. Got to add a little <laughs> twist to that. One Which of the Masons. Spice. That is a jewelry house. So we're talking like, they drop a few names. Honestly, I didn't know these these guys existed. No, no. There's like Piaget. Uh, I've heard of Jean-Paul Gaultier or whatever. But all these like fancy designer houses, basically he worked at one of those fancy jewelry houses and she went there so goddamn much that they became friends. Mm-hmm. Crazy. You, it's crazy. Imagining, well, you know what, in their... In their group of friends, that probably would not be weird to be like, oh, how'd you guys meet? Oh, he sold me a $20,000 necklace. And we just, we've been friends ever since. <laughs> From there, we get just back to back to back glimpses of ultra luxury. For this quick trip to Paris, Anna has packed like 10 plus bags of couture, jewelry, all this uh, furs, which drives me absolutely batshit crazy. They have okay. Honestly, designers haven't switched. I don't know, girl. It would probably make it even more valuable I if people mean, don't make them anymore. Yeah, uh, that's probably true. The rare, like the you more can look expensive. up a fur coat now and see, like it's like twenty k plus. Just disgusting. Weird. So she brings all this stuff, and what they're going to do in Paris is buy more stuff. That's why they're here to go shopping. So she brings all this and then she goes and buys more. <laughs> it's insane. It is insane. Okay, everybody, let, let, let's let's think about this for a second. How long a plane flight from California to France would be? That's a long ass flight. Plus several different time changes. There'd be jet lag. And apparently Andrew is feeling it. So Kelly and... Anna are going shopping by themselves. Yeah. Off to like Louis Vuitton or wherever. Yeah. They head out. Fancy shit. They're buying. They're going to buy more jewelry. Anna's thing is jewelry. And she decides that her and Kelly need friendship rings. Thousands of dollars worth. Anna buys me a beautiful friendship ring. I've got friendship rings in my past when I was in high school and they're made out of plastic. So I guess this is definitely an upgrade. Happy birthday. Happy Samantha, I love you, but uh, <laughs> would you take a ring pop? <laughs> <laughs> because, girl, I cannot afford that. <laughs> no. They're just having a good time. Just a girl, girl's day out. They've kind of moved from the jewelry store to probably a clothing store. They're sitting down in a dressing room area. This isn't your TJ Maxx dressing room. No, there is probably champagne. 
in this <laughs> dressing room. Do you need anything? Would you like a snack? Yeah. Here, here, I'll bring one of the personal shoppers for you to pull clothes for you. Yeah, Anna is just living the dream, just looking at all of these things that she's purchasing that you know she's going to forget she owns in a week. Next thing we know, we have Kelly saying that Andrew is texting her and Kelly is looking stressed. Uh-huh. She kind of looks like her stomach has fallen out of her butt. <laughs> Because apparently Andrew is pissed that she left him at the hotel. Hello? Hi. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. What's going on with you? Your lack of effort drives me fucking crazy. How is that lack of effort? Because you can easily say, I'm not going to leave this hotel until I let Andrew know. Jelly sucks. So when Anna asked me to go shopping with her, I thought I was doing Andrew a favor by letting him sleep. But I was wrong. Her Uh and Anna are like, oh, this can't be real. Like, this is not something to be upset about. Yeah. Like, I can, the tiniest bit of me can understand not telling someone like, hey, we're leaving. Or like, leave a note or something. Yes, I can understand that. You could be annoyed. You could send them a text and say, hey, where'd you go? Oh, good to know. Yes. You could do that. Or you can do what Andrew does. Jesus Christ. It is from zero to a hundred. And nope, nope, sorry. Not even that. It is at a hundred already. He is screaming at her. What the fuck are you doing? Why the fuck did you leave me? Fuck you. Fuck this. Blah, blah, blah. It guys, he is yelling at her so loud the mic is peeking. Mm-hmm. I would never. Would you want me to do that to you? Yes or no? I don't like the things that yes you. Yes or no? I don't want to hear anything but yes or no. I wouldn't care. Yes or no? Keep it simple. You're you way overreacting right now. Come outside. I don't fucking drive that way. Okay, bye. He's telling her that she's selfish and he's so annoyed by her lack of effort with him. So I don't know about you, girl. Mm -mm. I was so uncomfortable and mad. Mm -hmm. I was about ready to jump through that TV screen and claw Andrew's eyes out and be like, you never talk to somebody like that. I don't care who you are. When we talk about him peeking, picture a kid's tantrum. Yeah. Like... The worst tantrum you've ever seen from a child is what he is doing, but adult version and horrible. He loses complete control of his faculties for no... Guys, let's remember what this is about. He's jet-lagged. He's sleeping. Anna and Kelly want to go shopping. They leave. They go shopping. Boom. The end of the fucking world. Yeah. And he is mean and he is nasty to Kelly. So bad. I am concerned for Kelly and her safety. Anna sums it up for us real nice. (laughs) First, I thought it was a joke because nobody can be that stupid. If he has issues, don't put it on to her. There ain't no dick that good. She is everything. (laughs) I aspire to be that way. She is so done with Andrew. Yeah. And you guys, this isn't new. This happens all the time. Kelly tells 
us and Anna that Andrew behaves this way all the time. I'll text him back a little bit because like if I start texting him, it's just gonna be nonstop. Or if I call him, it's gonna be like nonstop. Normally he will like want me to be like stuck in a room with him until we work it out. And then sometimes it takes like eight hours. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> yes, girl, Anna! Everyone remember that. No dick is that good. No, and if I had to guess, his is pretty small. Yeah. Little fucker. He's the worst. Maybe that's why he's so angry. He's so terrible. Because he's got such a tiny peen. <laughs> Sorry about it. But also not. Fuckwad. Andrew's and, gotta go. Andrew's gotta go. Bye-bye. And Anna agrees. Yep. And uh, Anna's gonna do something about it. <laughs> Stay tuned. Guys, let's let me just remind you, Kelly is completely calm during his tantrum. Mm -hmm. She is calmly explaining why she left him, which I think she has a valid reason. I can see where it would have been nice for her to leave a note saying, hey, didn't want to bother you. We're going shopping. We'll be back later. I can understand that. But again, not a big deal. Anywho, we are back with Andrew and Kelly in person and the tension is so thick I can't breathe <laughs> thick as fuck thick with two c's I don't feel like I did anything wrong I honestly did not even think it will bother you at all or you would even go there and you got so mad you Correct. were so upset so I overreacted I exploded like a volcano okay the cameras are on Andrew now and he's calmer. Still angry, but calmer. Softer tone this time, too. Kelly starts the conversation and basically explains, probably for the thousandth time, why she did what she did. And he acknowledges that he blew up, but he doesn't apologize. <laughs> Until she says, if I did something wrong, I'll be the first to apologize. And then he starts crying. Ugh. I'm sorry. I overreacted and I'm sorry. I'm not happy with my actions, I'll be honest with you. I raised my voice at you and pushed you away. And we're both still learning. We have a lifetime to learn and I want to learn with you. Ugh. The manipulation. Yes. He's so manipulative. The manipulation. Get your shit together. Little sniveling weasel. Yes. Ugh. And a real punchable face. Bad yeah. vibes. Yeah. Bad vibes. To sum up, guys, they make up. Yeah. Everything's fine. They're kissy and huggy. And that is abuse. Yep. <sighs> but don't worry, guys. There's more. Not this episode, though. There'll be more later. <sighs> okay. <laughs> anyway, we're back in L.A. and the new Queen Bee needs an excuse to buy a Ducati. <laughs> I haven't been able to sleep. I just feel like I need to be more prepared for earthquakes, fires, nuclear yeah. bombing. I mean, have you ever seen any of the movies where, like, That's cars are just more. stuck? Yeah, they're just stuck there, yeah. So I'm like, I need, I need a motorcycle. The first thing we see in this scene is two twin bodyguards that are accompanying Christine. Why are they twins? 
I would love to see that job listing. (laughs) What the hell? What is the point? Is this a status thing? You know. What? Maybe they showed up thinking it's like a porno. We need two twins ready for anything. Oh my hell. Oh my god. They are massive. <laughs> and I would not want to fuck with them. I would see those guys and probably cross the street. <laughs> I know they're bodyguards because they're obviously dressed like bodyguards, but still, they're so I I just wouldn't want to get near them because I'm afraid they'd be like, the fuck you looking at? Don't come near us. And if you're like us, you're wondering why the hell does Christine have two bodyguards with her when she's going shopping for a Ducati? Well, because she had to stop at Ducati on the way to the bank to drop off her jewels. I have my bodyguards here because I'm in the middle of moving all of my jewelry from the house into the bank safe. Girl, do that first. Yeah, what are you doing? Thank you. Thank you. I was like, why would you make a pit stop? Oh, no, no, no. Really, the only reason that we're even talking about this scene is because we learned something important about some drama that's going to be coming up. So as we said, she's taken her jewels to the bank. Kane is actually at the Ducati store with her and they're talking and he wants to see the jewels. Boom! She pops out what is apparently called high jewelry. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. And... I am such a peasant here. I am such a... (laughs) When I hear that she's transferring her jewelry from her house to her bank, I thought that that was only a thing in Harry Potter at Green Gods. I didn't know people store jewelry at banks. I didn't either. (laughs) What? I mean, I store my wedding ring at the bank (laughs) and pick it up every day. (laughs) And... Nobody knows where I live. Can I see some of your stuff? Like, do you want to see some of my stuff? I would love to see some. Let me see. <laughs> let me see. Let me see. Oh my gosh. It's cute, isn't it? It's like Louis Vuitton high jewelry. It is. Do you mind? So does yeah. Gabe put this on for you? What do you think? Beautiful. I think Anna has something similar. Maybe yeah. I should wear it to her dinner party that she's having. So I guess <laughs> we find out that this necklace is some type of like high jewelry Louis Vuitton exclusive or something like that like one of those ultra luxury brands and it's a really big deal that she has it she tells us that in the world of high jewelry not everyone is here not everyone is invited um I can't even get an invitation to Claire's y'all yeah what the fuck right what the fuck yeah is she talking about yeah so it's a big deal that she has this necklace and like only one other person has his necklace. Three guesses who, guys? It's Anna. Because <laughs> Anna is the jewelry girl. That's her thing. And this is where the, the drama starts. The pettiness starts. The rich people pettiness starts. <laughs> <laughs> because Christine is saying, I'm going to wear this to Anna's party. And Kane, you know, joking around is like, you should walk up to her and be like, oh, great party. He's like, don't even mention the necklace. Just let her see it and then walk away. And she's like, yeah, I'll probably do that. Bookmark that. It does not go that way. <laughs> so we kicked off the episode at one party and we're ending it at another. Anna's party at her house. It's a dinner party, you guys. We've all thrown a dinner party before. Not like this. Nope. Everybody, all your parties sucked. We come in 
to this incredibly grand dinner party, Kevin says something to us in his two-camera interview that really explains how grand this party is. I think it's the perfect thing to demonstrate this. Yes. And it's that there is a paid server for every guest in attendance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can't even afford to get parties catered. I know. We got to do that shit on our own. It's all of us. We, we, should, we should get paid for that. <laughs> I mean, we don't have parties anymore because, you know, everything sucks right now. <laughs> this party has caviar... Like a buffet of caviar. Yes. Do you know how much caviar is? Like, are you familiar? I know that like a small can can be like a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and Anna has it out on deck. At buffet style. Everybody can get as much as they want. It's an incredible party. It's a fun time. What cracks me up is that Kane, in all of his two-camera interviews and all of these other, like, slice-of-life scenes that we've seen from Kane, he is, like, the David shit of (laughs) Asian L.A. He's, like, wearing all these super, like, fancy sweaters and designer clothes. At this really fancy dinner party at Anna's, the guy's wearing just a black T-shirt. Yeah, I don't understand designer clothing, man. I don't understand why we show up to dinner parties in a black t-shirt and we go to the store in a pearl sweater. But how much was that black t-shirt? For sure. Yeah, expensive. Spency. It's probably Prada. That simple black t-shirt was probably like $200 at least. By the way, it's not Anna's residence. It's Anna's estate. That is how much land she has. So Anna enters her own party and everyone's clapping. And I'm like, why doesn't anybody clap for me when I enter a room? I'm a treasure. (laughs) You are, girl. Don't let anybody (laughs) tell you different. People clap for me. (laughs) Give me your praise. I won't give you any fancy gifts. I'm sorry. But I'll give you a smile that you can't see behind my mask. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, so Anna enters and immediately Christine is like, oh, hello, Anna, touches the necklace. Hello. Did, did you see the necklace? Like, did you see what I'm wearing? I don't know if you recognize this. I have that same. You have the same one? Yeah. Oh, my God. I decided to wear my gorgeous Louis Vuitton high jewelry, pink sapphire and diamond necklace to Anna's dinner party and hopefully (laughs) flatter the host. There is no subtlety to Christine. She doesn't know that word. That's not in her vocabulary. She's not going to gently touch the necklace or, you know, just talk to Anna and not say something because Anna's a jewelry girl. That's she would have noticed the necklace. Yeah. Either way. But Christine had to make a big deal about it. It had to be an event around her neck. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I have that uh, that same necklace. Huh. And then Christine turns it into, will you let me know when you're wearing it? And then I'll let you know when I'm wearing it. What, what is this? <laughs> All of this over a necklace? It's a show from Christine to make sure that Anna knows who the bad bitch in town is. And all it feels to me is like, what, did you only just get invited to the high jewelry right. club? <laughs> is this brand new? 
<laughs> I've been shopping there for years. <laughs> you know nothing. <laughs> and and she just moves on. And Christina's just like, <laughs> I showed her up. I have the biggest pain. And but but Anna is not gonna uh, take it lying down. She uh, immediately goes to the room of the long table where everybody is sitting to have dinner. Yeah, think of this. Just stomp it in, and she stomping into the dining room. She snaps room. her finger. She's looking at the nameplates. She's got her glasses on, seeing where everybody is seat seating, sitting, <laughs> even. Where everybody is sitting, she finds Christine and moves her all the way down to the end of the table. <laughs> because Christine crossed the wrong bitch. <laughs> it's not really a big deal. She's wearing a diamond necklace. I have the same diamond necklace. But she enjoyed showing me that she had it. If she's trying to make a point with a necklace, then I can't be bothered to be around Christine. So... Everybody comes in for this four-course dinner. or uh, Sorry, I don't know how many courses, actually. It's just multiple courses. And if the caviar wasn't an indication that it's expensive food, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Either way, Christine, <laughs> as she's walking down the table, she's getting more and more concerned <laughs> that she is not finding her name. Oh, yeah. I wonder why she sat us on, like, opposite ends. I don't know. It's so strange. I, I figured if she can't figure it out on her own, then I'm not going to explain it to her. This is just not Christine's night. But it is for Kane. He is so excited about this drama. His, his talking head just sums up the end of the episode. Oh, what a way to send a message. Christine, fuck with me. Sit there. You remember Beyonce said everything's in a box to the left? Christine was to the left in a box. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is World War III, but like more fun. The end. <laughs> so good. So good. I love it. I live. <laughs> Next week. Where will this necklace drama go? Will Kelly still be with Andrew? What is Anna going to do about Andrew? It all happens next week, so y'all better come right on back here. You guys, if you haven't watched Bling Empire on Netflix, I definitely, definitely, definitely recommend it. Yes, yes, yes. Go binge. It's really fun. Watch with us. Yeah. Watch with us so we can discuss it on our socials. <laughs> I already have memes ready to go. <laughs> they're in my head. I haven't created them yet, but <laughs> they will be coming. Speaking of socials, go ahead and follow us. Amanda, where can they yes. find us? Yes. So you can follow us on Facebook at Who You Calling Trashy Podcast. We also have a discussion group, Trashy Pod Squad. Then we are also on Instagram. Our show page is Who You Calling Trashy. And then I'm at Amanda Talks Trash. And find me at Sam Talks Trash. We are also on Twitter, you guys. Our show page is WYCT Pod. And then I'm at Amanda Talks Trash. And I'm at Sam Talks Trash OG. Yes. Give us a follow on all of those places. Join in on our discussion. Make memes with us. Share. Share the shit. And then also subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a rating and review. And if you would, please tell five friends. That's it. That's it. Oh, and also go watch it. Go. <laughs> Get out of here. 
And then when you're done, like next week, you'll be all caught up, guys. You will be in this with us. <laughs> Please and thank you. Please and thank you. We love you so much. Bye. Bye. Everybody take a seat. The show will begin in five seconds. <laughs> I feel like I need to steam my vocal cords. <laughs> no, that's your vagina. <laughs> I watched all, almost all of it and I it was just an addiction, Manda. I was... Oh my God, Jesus Christ. What the fuck, James? <laughs> Not okay. I hope you get COVID. <laughs> Was he wearing you know, it? Do unicorns you know get COVID? Was he wearing it? <laughs> That's so gross. I'm not kissing him for a week. Uh, that was for the listeners. This is obviously going in the bloops. <laughs> uh, Jace just obviously scared the shit out of me, and I'm just waiting for him to pop back up. And through, then he uh, popped his head by the window, and he was wearing a unicorn mask, and it scared the shit out of me. That so. is a shared office prop. It's it's been on everybody's head. Oh, spit and spit and sanitize it. Better yet, set it on fire. I was sitting down to watch it and I was going to watch my two episodes that we're covering today and I was going to watch them without notes and then go back and watch them again and take notes mm-hmm. like we do. We do how we do. It did not happen. <laughs> I just kept watching and watching and I went to bed at 2 a.m. And Jace was like, did you watch it all? And I said, real close. And I said, and you know what? I didn't even take any notes. And he laughed his ass off. <laughs> oh, my God. It sucks you in. It does. She's a motherfucking woman. Baby, that's right. We don't have enough money for that song. <laughs> That's why we stopped there. <laughs> <laughs>